Hello, and welcome to the Radiant Wellness Club podcast. You are in the right place if you want to learn about how to awaken your radiance from the inside out. Discover and learn from experts, teachers, and practitioners about anything and everything to do with radiant health, relationships, psychology, yoga, emotions, and how to awaken your soul. If you are an intelligent woman who knows how to use your brain, but you sometimes forget how to use your heart and to connect to your soul, this podcast is for you. This particular episode is going to be beneficial for both men and women. We are in the middle of a pandemic. The coronavirus has hit us hard, and it's hitting more than our health. It's hitting our pocketbooks. It's hitting our emotions. We're stuck at home, socially isolating, not working. And for many of us, that means not making any money. And this can be super stressful, especially because it was so unexpected. But let's face it, the planet is getting a big sigh of relief right now. And maybe it took this mad pandemic to give our beautiful planet the break that she so desperately needed. I hope that this experience will wake people up. I hope that humans will stop exploiting our natural resources, including poor animals for greed. The more people we have on this planet doing yoga, the more we will elevate our global consciousness. So let's use this time to evolve ourselves. Women who are listening in, go check out the Radiant Wellness Club website. It's all ready for you to go and explore. To help to guide you to wake up and to evolve yourself, to feel and experience and honor your own mother nature within. Now about this episode, I've been thinking I would like to do a solo episode for every three episodes. And so I was thinking about what kind of subject I'd like to talk about for the past week or so, considering the situation that we're in. But I also wanted to be shown what to talk about. I wanted something to cross my path to make it clear what I should talk about. And then I received this email. Dear Rochelle, I hope you, your family, and your friends are well and safe. I used to come to your vinyasa classes in Paris, and you are my favorite teacher of all the teachers' classes and methods I've followed in London, Paris, and now Boston. Wow, Ruth. This is from a student called Ruth, who I remember perfectly well. And first of all, I just want to say that that is such an honor and and I feel super flattered to hear you say that so I appreciate when students you know give you feedback and tell you how they feel about your classes because sometimes you don't really know the effect that you're having on people but thank you Ruth for this and then she says I see that you have a YouTube channel and I was wondering if you have any online videos that we could follow online all my best Ruth so dear Ruth this episode is for you This episode is going to be a verbally guided yoga class. So first of all, I want to say, I know that this is not really the right platform for offering a yoga class, but you know, I have an Aquarius rising and I don't really like rules. I'm a bit of a nonconformist, so I'm going to break the mold and I'm going to make this episode a verbally guided yoga class, which is obviously free. And in this time of being stuck and cooped up in our apartments, we still need to move. We need to move more than ever right now. We need to get out of our heads and we need to use the time, whether at home or maybe you can find a spot outside and we need to move our bodies. 
So I also know that many of us are visual learners, but if you're experienced with yoga, it won't be a problem to listen to this and to follow along perfectly well. However, if you would like to send me some support, I've also created a video version of this class. I'm asking for a donation to receive the code so that you can view it. You will have complete access to this class, the video class, with no expiry. I'm asking for a suggested donation of 10 euros. It's in a beautiful setting in front of the water and it requires lots of time and attention to detail and editing to make this happen and to put it together. So please enjoy this audio version for free and consider donating to receive the video. If you're not so experienced with yoga, you may have a hard time following this class. If you've done one of my teacher trainings or if you're more experienced, or you've done another teacher training, you will be perfectly fine. To receive the code for the video version, please send me an email at rochelle at radiantwellnessclub.com, which I will post in the show notes below. The image for this podcast cover is the setting of the video, and you can also see the setting over on my Instagram page on March 20th. I also want to say that for me, Hatha and Vinyasa yoga are very much physically oriented practices. Unless there's a pranayama or a meditation component, which is really quite rare to come by these days. My personal practices are more kundalini and meditation and yoga nidra. But I have to say that if I'm not teaching yoga, like for example, I'm not teaching yoga and I haven't been for about a month, or practicing hatha or vinyasa, I definitely notice that I lose my level of fitness. These practices are the most comprehensive in terms of keeping your body in shape but also being able to bring in a deeper element. If the class happens to go there, if the teacher guides you there, it can definitely bring that in. But in terms of the physical piece, I mean, it really gives you a lot better endurance that you can use into all areas of your life. If you practice Hatha or Vinyasa, a stronger, more active type of yoga, you're definitely going to be able to hike up a mountain a lot easier than if you weren't practicing them. And they're just definitely going to keep your body more physically fit so that you can feel better in your body, this body that carries you around in the world. To me, kundalini is more of a spiritual practice, although of course you do have some kriyas that will tone and strengthen your body. All right. So this class you're about to do is called Activate the Healer Within. It's going to make your body strong and fit, but it's also going to tune you into the spaciousness of your own innate self-healing capacity. So here we go. We're going to chant the Mahamritan Jaya. If you don't know this mantra, you can just listen in. This mantra is strengthening and healing, and it activates the healer within. It's useful during times of weakness or sickness. It's a very ancient mantra. It's thought to be over 5,000 years old. So flip out your yoga mat, place it on the floor, grab a cushion to sit on or a block, or just sit comfortably on the floor in Sukhasana or Siddhasana. A comfortable seated posture. Bring your palms together in front of heart center and lengthen your spine. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Hold your breath. Soften the space between your eyebrows and the muscles around your eyes. 
And as you exhale, feel your whole body relaxing and letting go. And another deep breath in. Hold your breath. Lengthen your spine even more. Lifting your pelvic floor root lock. Energize your inner body. And as you exhale, let your whole body relax. Let your mind relax. Your jaw relax. And one more time, take a deep breath in. Hold your breath. Soften your tongue, your throat. Exhale, release. Inhale for the sound of Om. Kamya Jamahe Sugandhim Pushtevarenam Udvau Kamiva Bandanan Mrityo Mukshiyamamritat Om Triamba Kamya Jamahe Sugandhim Pushtevarenam Udvau Kamiva Bandanan Mrityo Mukshiyamamritat Om Triambakam Yajamahe Sugandhim Pushtivarenam Ovakamivabandanan Mrityo Mukshiyamamritat Inhale. And as you hold the breath, bringing in that intention, the intention to create more light. To activate the healer within. And as you exhale, relax your hands to your knees. Let's begin by doing a few rounds of Kapalabhati. You can always change the way you're sitting Bring your other leg in front. Lengthening your spine. Deep breath in. And begin. Five, four, three, two, one. Inhale. Hold the breath. If you're comfortable, bring your chin towards your chest. Otherwise, just look straight ahead. And whenever you need to exhale, gently and slowly lift your head as you feel the air release. Kapalabhati in English also means skull shining breath. 
Notice if your mind feels more clear. It also has the effect of clearing out the lungs, the nose, the throat. Notice if your body feels more clear. Have the intention to activate the healer within, your own inner healer. Take a deep breath in. Begin again. Kapalabhati. So just keep going. What we're doing here is we're contracting the belly towards the spine on exhale. And the inhale is happening naturally in between. The eyebrows are relaxed. The shoulders are relaxed. The only movement is in the belly. Inhale, retain your breath. If you're comfortable, Jalandhara Bandha, bring your chin towards your chest. You might even feel okay to lift Mula Bandha. If it's too much, just stay as you are. Whenever you need to exhale, slowly and gently releasing your breath. Let's do one more round together. Breathe in, lengthen your spine and begin. The lips are closed. Five, four, three, two, and one. As you take a deep breath in, hold your breath, keep your spine bright. Jalandhara Bandha, maybe Mula Bandha. Shoulders relaxed, forehead soft, jaw relaxed. Hold as long as you can. Exhaling when you need. Take a moment to notice how you feel. Increasingly relaxed. Mind. Open and spacious. Lungs. Throat. Shoulders open and spacious. Come to your hands and knees whenever you're ready. We're going to do a few cat cows when you're ready, just to open up the belly, to release the belly. 
So with your hands under your shoulders and your knees under your hips, take an inhale as you arch your spine looking toward the sky, opening your chest and drawing your shoulders back. And on exhale, round the back, look behind you, look between your legs, drop your head, you can close your eyes. And following your breath as you inhale, lift the spine, arch the back, Look toward the sky, open your chest. And as you exhale, round your back, look backward, drop your head and neck, push strongly into the floor. Do this a few more times, breathing deeply all the way into your belly and going at your own pace. For this, you might find it more comfortable to use ujjayi breath. Otherwise, just breathing deeply. Exploring the mobility of your spine. Exploring the sensation of your breath. Last round. Coming into a neutral position and step your right foot between your hands. Slide your left knee back so you're more in a lunge position and come onto your fingertips. You can either keep your back knee on the floor or you can lift it up. Make your arms straight and strong and push your fingertips into the floor. You can also use blocks under your hands if you prefer. Hold, receiving a stretch and an opening in the front of the left hip and thigh. Make your chest open, shoulders open, neck long. Take one more deep breath in. And as you exhale, bring your left knee down to the floor if it's not already and slide your right leg back so you're back in hands and knees. And then we're going to switch sides. So bring your left foot between your hands and coming onto your fingertips, straighten your arms, look forward, lengthen the arms, open the shoulders, lengthen the neck, and either lift your back knee off the floor or keep it down, but bring your back knee behind you as far as you can. So you're in a lunge position. The back foot can be tucked or pointed holding and taking a few deep belly breaths. When we breathe into the abdomen, we work with the fascial layers, moving all the way into the psoas. Releasing the front of the hip, one more breath. And as you exhale, bring your back knee down and slide your left foot back so you're coming back to hands and knees. And from hands and knees, begin to walk your knees back behind you so you're more in a plank position. You can either have your knees on the floor or you can lift them up. Making your arms straight and strong, push into the floor and even round your upper back slightly, protracting your shoulder blades and lengthening your neck so the crown of your head is extending towards the front of the room that you're in. And take a nice big breath in 
And as you exhale, we're going to start to push into the floor, resisting as you push into the floor and begin to lower very slowly, pushing and resisting as you come slowly toward the floor and eventually on the floor. Point your feet, lengthen your legs behind you and slide your hands back just a little bit. Draw your shoulders back and down, lengthen the back of your neck as you breathe in, open your chest, lift your chest slightly away from the floor for low cobra. Take a nice big inhale, and as you exhale, relax back down on the floor. And just do that two more times with your breath, breathing in to lift your chest, keeping your ribs on the floor, keeping your pelvis on the floor. Can lift your knees and keep the feet on the floor tops of the feet are pressing down and then exhale to lower and just one more time at your own pace now lower your chest to the floor and as you push your knees into the floor ground through your hands and press back up to plank from plank you can come into puppy dog pose as it's affectionately called, or take your hips towards your heels, stretching your arms in front of you. You can bring your forehead to the floor and take a few breaths. From puppy dog pose, come to downward facing dog when you're ready. Auto Mukha Svanasana. In French, Chien Tetomba. Either the legs are straight, or you can have your knees bent. Either way, you want to push the floor away from you, straightening your arms externally rotating your shoulders so the inner elbow is starting to point forward spread the fingers firmly and ground the fingertips into the mat breathe deeply and consciously activating your own inner healer how can you activate your inner healer where does your inner healer live Take another deep breath in. As you exhale, bend your knees, look forward, and bring your feet between your hands. Uttanasana. Relax your head. Relax your neck. Soften and relax. With your knees bent slightly, lead with your chest and stretch your arms all the way overhead as you come to stand. Urdhva Hastasana. Looking up at your hands. And as you exhale, bring your hands in front of heart center, calm and relaxed. Ground through your feet. Legs are strong, yet soft. 
Where can you be strong? Where can you be soft? Begin to do. We will begin to do a few sun salutations. So let's do three of them. Surya Namaskar A. On your next inhale, stretch your arms overhead as you breathe in. Look up. Big long exhale as you fold over your legs and touch the floor. Relax your head and neck. As you breathe in, open your chest. Look forward and as you exhale, step to plank. Hold plank. Keep your arms straight and strong, spreading your fingers and pushing firmly into your mat. You can look forward slightly, but keep the back of your neck long. Round your upper back to create strength in the shoulders and to release your neck. Can you keep that slightly rounded back as you lower toward the floor? The trick is to push into the floor at the same time you're lowering down. So pushing, resisting, and pushing, and eventually coming to the floor slowly all the way. And this time we're going to interlace the hands behind the back for Shalambhasana. So squeeze your shoulder blades together and lift your chest. The elbows can be slightly bent. And maybe you'll start to lift your arms a little bit away from your back, but keep your elbows slightly bent. Maybe you'll lift your legs off the floor for full Shalambhasana. Otherwise, Ardha Shalambhasana, half locust pose or full locust pose. This pose helps to develop strength in the back body. Notice your back muscles working. Keep breathing deeply into the front of the body, into the back of your body. Take another deep breath in. Exhale, relax everything on the floor. Push into the hands, push into the knees, and come back slowly to puppy dog pose, and then eventually to downward facing dog. Five breaths. On your next exhale, bend your knees, look forward, bring your feet forward between your hands and relax your head. Ardha Uttanasana, halfway lift, open the chest. As you exhale, soften and relax, folding over your legs, Uttanasana. With your knees slightly bent, extend the arms, coming all the way to Urdhva Hastasana, gaze up. And as you exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, Urdhva Hastasana. Long exhale as you slowly make your way down, emptying your lungs, folding over your legs. Ardha Uttanasana, inhale. Step or jump, either plank or Chattaranga Dandasana. And either doing cobra, you can do a low cobra, you could do a medium cobra or a high cobra. Or maybe you're going to make sure your hands are further back and come into upward facing dog, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. 
gradually making your way back to Adho Mukha Svanasana, downward facing dog when you're ready. And take five breaths. Softening your mind, opening your body, creating a sense of harmony and connection between your mind and body, and using the breath as the bridge to harmonize. your whole being. Look forward, come to Uttanasana when you're ready. Ardha Uttanasana, open your chest, look forward. Exhale, soften and relax. Inhale, stretching up, arms overhead, look up, maybe even lean back for this one. And exhale, hands to heart. One more time. Go at your own pace. Inhale, stretch your arms overhead. Exhale for Uttanasana. Soften your tongue. Inhale, gaze forward, Ardha Uttanasana. And exhale, plank or Chaturanga Dandasana. Upward facing dog or cobra. Inhale. And exhale, downward facing dog. Five breaths. Look forward and come to Uttanasana when you're ready, walking, stepping, or jumping. Soften and relax. Ardha Uttanasana, halfway lift. And exhale, Uttanasana. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, when you're ready, hands to heart. Tadasana, mountain pose. Bring your arms in front of you with your palms facing down. Bring your right arm over your left and come into eagle arms. Palms are touching or you can just hold your thumb. Push the tops of your shoulders down away from your ears and push your forearms away from you. Opening your upper back, creating space between your shoulder blades. You can drop your chin slightly towards your chest. Breathe deeply into your back as you soften your jaw, releasing the tension that might be in your upper body, your neck, upper back. You can even round your upper back slightly by bringing the elbows closer to your belly. Enjoy that sensation of breathing into your back. Now reach your arms overhead, unravel your arms, and interlace your hands behind your back. Bend your knees softly and step your left foot behind you for warrior one. Take a nice big inhale to prepare. And as you exhale, humble warrior folding over your right leg. You can drop your head, relax your neck, and look back towards your back foot. Ground through your feet, 
and pull your outer right hip back. From your hips to your heels grounding and then feeling that natural rebound energy from the feet all the way back into the hips as you lengthen your entire spine forward as you let all tension release out of your face off the top of your head just rolling right down your spine one more big breath as you exhale bring your fingertips to the floor now bring your back heel off the floor coming into a lunge position Take your left hand wider and reach your right arm to the sky so you're now in a twisted lunge, a nice open position. You can lean back, lean your skull back, open your throat, pull your hips toward each other, lift the hips toward the sky as you ground the feet into the earth. Top of the head is extending backward, opening the chest almost like a cobra pose here. Breathe deeply into your heart. Connect to the sensation of your feet, grounding, stabilizing, strengthening. One more big inhale. And as you exhale, place your right hand on the floor and step to plank. Hold plank. You can either stay in plank or you can take a vinyasa here by lowering toward the floor, taking cobra or upward facing dog and coming to down dog when you're ready. We're going to meet in downward facing dog. From downward facing dog, walk your hands toward the back of your mat. So you're now at the back of your mat in Uttanasana. And take your feet a little bit wider. Turn your toes out. We're coming into Malasana, a squat position. So come all the way down in a comfortable position. Ideally, your heels are on the floor. If they're not, you can use a blanket or a cushion or a block. Bring your palms or fingertips together in front of heart center. Press your elbows gently into your inner legs, lengthening and opening your spine, your chest, crown of the head extending. Allow yourself to sink and to relax into your hips. Allow your buttocks and your sitting bones to be heavy. Open your chest. Take another breath. And as you exhale, come to Uttanasana. Fingertips on the floor, lift your hips to the sky. Now place your hands on the floor and walk them forward so you're now back in plank. Hold plank and come on to the tops of your feet. So point your feet, come on to the tops of your feet and we're going to do Kapalabhati in this type of plank position. You can bring your knees to the floor if you need. Inhale and begin. You can do it a few more. You 
Inhale. Good. Bring your knees to the floor. Lower slowly to the floor all the way. And now take any kind of back bend that would feel good for you. Maybe it's cobra. Maybe it's upward facing dog. And come back to down dog when you're ready. Take your time. Look toward the front of your mat and bring your feet slowly between your hands. Let's bring the feet together now. Bring the knees together. Lower your hips to the sky as you come into chair pose, Utkatasana. Reach your arms up. Sink your hips toward the floor. Keep your feet together, knees together. Ground in through the heels. Strengthening your legs, building some heat here. Strong exhalations from the belly to the spine, purifying and cleansing. One more breath, deep inhale. As you exhale, sit a little bit deeper. And then on your next inhale, hook your thumbs and rise all the way up. Stretch your legs straight. You can lean back a little bit. And eventually coming back to Tadasana. Soften and relax. Relax your arms and extend the crown of your head to the sky. Connect to what's above you, what's below you, what's in front and behind to your right and to your left. And now connect to what's inside. Awakening your own inner healer, your own innate capacity to heal, cleanse, rebalance, restore, regenerate, make space, and do what's right for you. Do what's best for you. Trusting that you know how to do what's best for you. Bring your left arm over your right, coming into eagle arms. Press the shoulders down away from the ears. You can bend the knees slightly. Push your shoulder blades away from you. Press your forearms away from you. And you can either stay like this, dropping your chin to your chest, or you can start to slowly round your upper back. Opening the space of your upper back, that space between your heart. The heart center is a place of wisdom and knowledge. Can you connect to that inner wisdom and inner knowledge right now, in the here and in the now, breathing? Take your arms to the sky, stand up nice and straight, reach up, look up, interlace your hands behind your back, As again, you bend your knees slightly, we're going to take the other leg back. 
coming in to warrior one. Take a nice big breath in. And as you exhale, folding over your left leg, head is relaxed, look towards your right foot behind you in warrior one. Pull your outer left hip back, the left leg is bent and the right leg is straight. And you're pressing from the hips down into your feet. Feel that rebound energy drawing from the earth back up into your hips as your spine lengthens. Feel the space across the front of your chest, the front of the shoulders, soften the neck, jaw, and tongue. Relax and breathe. Can you relax into this pose at the same time you feel the strength coming from below and up and in? Take one more breath. And as you exhale, release your fingertips to the floor, coming into a lunge position with your back knee off the floor. Take your right hand wider and your left arm to the sky, twisting to the left. Again, you can lean your head back, your skull back, coming into a cobra type of position. Pull your hips toward each other, lift them toward the sky as you root down into your feet. Skull back, throat back, breathing into the chest, breathing into the heart. Big breath in. When you're ready, come to plank, either holding plank or taking a vinyasa. Coming to down dog when you're ready. And from down dog, we're going to walk the hands back again toward the back of the mat, coming into malasana. Hold Malasana here. If you're comfortable, you can go from Malasana into Crow, into Bakasana. Otherwise, stay in the squat position, garland pose. Or maybe you're taking Crow pose, looking forward and opening your chest with your elbows bent. Take a few more breaths wherever you are. Eventually making your way back to Malasana and bring your fingertips to the floor and come into Uttanasana. From Uttanasana, bring your fingertips down on the floor and bend your left knee. Keep your right leg straight. Walk your hands to the left. So the right leg is straight. The left knee is bent. You're walking your hands to the left. Push your right foot into the floor and lean your hips to the right. You should feel this in your outer right leg, hip, buttock area. Maybe your waistline, the side of the ribs, your low back. Some people feel this in their shoulder. Depends where you have tension or tightness. Breathe into whatever part of your body is feeling this the most. This is called asymmetrical uttanasana. Good, and then coming back to center when you're ready. And switch. So this time the left leg is straight and the right knee is bent. Push your left foot strongly into the floor as you walk your hands to the right. Your head and neck are relaxed. 
and you're pushing your left foot into the floor, leaning to the left. Breathing into the left side of your body. Awakening a strong energy throughout the left side. This side helps to wake us up, the sides of the body that is, wake us up and give us energy. Come back to center. And now walk your hands forward to downward facing dog. And with your fingers spreading and your arms straight, go ahead and take your legs to the sky. What, sorry, take your right leg to the sky. I'm just going to keep that in there, guys. I'm going to keep it real and natural as if it was a real yoga class. So you're in downward facing dog and you're going to take your right leg to the sky. So you're in three-legged downward dog. Bend your right knee and open your hips. Can you keep your shoulders level here? Keep your front ribs into the back of your body. You can ground your left heel toward the floor if possible and opening the hips. Feel, notice how that feels. Good. And now we're going to bring the right knee towards the nose in plank pose, knee to nose plank pose. We're going to build some heat here. Inhale, bring your right leg back up to the sky. You can open your hips if you like. And as you exhale, come forward to plank, knee to nose, round your back, drop your head. Let's do that a few more times. And one more time. Hold the knee into the nose, round your upper back. Feel your core working and very slowly lift your left heel off the floor to give you a little bit more height and slowly mindfully bring, bring your right foot to the floor between your hands. Drop your left knee and come into Anjaneyasana. Bring your arms overhead, reaching for the sky. And we're going to hold Anjaneyasana for five breaths. Lengthen the sides of your body as you reach your fingers up. Feel that the front of your body is integrating towards the back of your body. Feel that your pubic bone is coming up towards your navel. The feet are grounding into the floor. The toes are spreading. Crown of the head is extending up towards the sky. On the next exhale, release your hands and come back to downward facing dog. If you'd like to do a vinyasa in between, you're more than welcome to do a vinyasa here. Making your way to down dog when you're ready. Okay, we're going to take the left leg up, open the hips. Enjoy three-legged down dog. Notice that sensation of opening your hips. Grounding through the right heel, shoulders are strong. Arms are strong, fingers are strong, neck is soft. Knee to nose, come forward on the exhale, knee to nose, round your upper back. As you breathe in, extend the leg, open your hips. And as you breathe out, come forward, knee to nose, round your back. Inhale, extend your leg up. 
Exhale, knee to nose, round your back. One more time, inhale up. Exhale, this time we're gonna hold it, bring your knee closer to you. Use your belly muscles, lifting, 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 round your back. Lift your right heel up, up, up. Bring your left knee between your hands and drop your right knee. And slowly lift your arms toward the sky. Anjaneyasana. This is such a beautiful pose. Feel that elegance, the grace inside your body. From inside, coming out. From the inside out, graceful, elegant. From the inside out. Top of the head is lifting toward the sky. One more breath. And as you exhale, place your hands. Come to plank. Take a vinyasa or directly back to downward facing dog. Look forward. Bring your feet between your hands for Uttanasana. Good. Come all the way when you're ready back to stand for Urdhva Hastasana. And then to Tadasana. Now bring your fingertips together in front of your chest. Bring your feet together and your knees together. Begin to grip your toes into the floor as you bend your knees and start to lean forward into the toes as you lift your heels, coming into a chair pose with your heels off the floor. You can come down as far as you like, but keep pressing your knees and your ankle bones together to support your knees. Stay here for a few breaths. Keep your chest nice and open. One more breath. Now interlace your fingers and lift your heels, come all the way back up to stand. Lift your arms and lift your heels off the floor and then relax your arms by your sides and come back to Tadasana. Now begin to step your left foot back for triangle pose, Uttita Trikonasana. Open your arms, take a nice big inhale and on exhale, come to triangle pose. You can either stay still in this pose or you can find a slow undulation of the spine. There's many different ways to do this and I want you to do it in a way that you feel you're expressing yourself. Rather than just mechanically doing poses, can you express yourself and your creativity? Can you express that innate natural wisdom, that healing wisdom from inside your body out as you do the postures. Lift and lengthen the head. Now take one more breath and we're going to come to half moon, Ardha Chandrasana. So bend your right knee, place your right hand on the floor, coming up, Ardha Chandrasana. You can take any variation of this pose that you like, either Ardha Chandra Chapasana, bending the left knee, reaching for your foot. You could also bring your right hand towards your chest so you're balancing just on your right leg. Keep your right knee micro bent, stabilize through your right foot.
Good. Now release your right hand on the floor and your left foot, your left hand. Come back to Uttanasana. Bring your feet together, knees together. Come to chair pose. Bring your fingertips in front of your chest again. Grip your toes into the floor and begin to lift your heels. So you're in chair pose, but your heels are up. Fingertips are pressing together. Elbows are pointing out to the sides. You can go down as low as you can. Feel your lower body helping to balance your upper body. When you're ready, interlace your hands and come all the way to stand. Lift the arms, palms face the sky, lift your heels, and then relax your arms by your sides. Come back to stand, Tadasana. Step your right leg back for Uttita Trikonasana, triangle pose. Externally rotate your left leg. Open your arms. Inhale deeply. Move your hips to the right and come into triangle pose. The sitting bones are tucking underneath you. From the hips into the feet, we're pressing down. The legs are strong, leaning back and making this your own beautiful expression. This is a beautiful pose to feel your body in. There's so much happening in this pose. Feel the sides of your body. Feel your back body. Feel your front body. Feel your legs and feet. How are you breathing in this pose? Take another deep breath. Look at the floor. Ardha Chandrasana, half moon. So again, you can do any variation of this. Ardha Chandra Chapasana, holding the right foot, bending the right knee. Keep your left knee micro bent and maybe placing your left hand in front of your chest. Beautiful. Inhale. Good. Come to Uttanasana. Relax. Totally relaxed. In Uttanasana. Begin to place your hands on the floor. Come to plank. And now come from plank into a forearm plank. So bring your elbows on the floor in a forearm plank. Hold forearm plank. As you can see, we're working a lot on the core in this class. You can extend your chest more forward to really feel your abdominals working. Tuck your pelvis, pubic bone to belly. Extend the chest in front of you. Stay here. A few more breaths. You can either bring your knees to the floor and rest or come into dolphin pose. So walk your feet in, lift your hips to the sky, press your chest toward the backs of your, the backs of your legs, the fronts of your thighs. Breathe. This is a nice way to open the shoulders and to release the neck, to open the chest. And then bring your knees to the floor and take a little rest in child's pose.
relax. And visualize a little candle at the base of your spine. The flame of the candle at the base of your spine, starting to travel up your spine, purifying and cleansing any blockages, any knots. All the way feeling and seeing the flame of the candle traveling up your spine. When you notice that it arrives somewhere that needs a little extra attention, just let it be there. Burning away, purifying and cleansing whatever might be blocked in those certain areas along your spine. Are your shoulders relaxed? Is your tongue relaxed, your forehead? Okay, good. We're just gonna do one more standing pose here. So reach your arms in front of you and come back to down dog. And from down dog, come to Uttanasana. Take your time. This time, you can start to ragdoll up, rolling slowly, vertebra by vertebra, through each and every vertebra, releasing your back, gradually and slowly making your way to stand. And once you come to stand, roll your shoulders up, back, and down. And again, up, back, and down. Good. You can either do this pose with your arms just relaxed in front of you on the floor, or you can take your hands behind your back in a reverse prayer. We're going to do pyramid pose or parshvotonasana. So take your right leg behind you, a short stance, pyramid pose stance, and with your left knee slightly bent, begin to very slowly lengthen the spine and make your way forward over your left leg. Take your time. You might be nowhere near your left leg or you might be quite a bit forward with your face almost near your leg. Lengthen both sides of your waist. Notice if one side is shorter. In this case, it would be a left side that tends to want to be shorter. So can you lengthen the left side of your waist? If your hands are behind your back, squeeze your shoulder blades together. Otherwise, your hands are on the floor on either side of your foot. You can even use blocks. Good. Now... Bend your front leg. You can release your hands to the floor if they are behind your back. 
And then take your hands to your hips and come all the way up. Inhale. And as you exhale, step your back foot forward. And now we're going to switch. So you can take your hands behind your back again, if, the, if you did that on the other side, and step your left foot behind you. With your right knee slightly bent, take your time to begin to come into Parshvotanasana, or pyramid pose. In this pose, pull your outer right hip back. You can open your low back here by tucking your pelvis. So you actually open the space of your back. You can have your belly relaxed here. Breathe deeply. When your head is below your heart, it has a calming, balancing effect on the nervous system. Can you feel that here? Balancing your nervous system. Good. Take your hands to the floor. Bend your right knee. And now hands to your hips. Open your chest. With your knee bent, come all the way up, lifting as you inhale. And step the left foot between the hips. Step the left foot forward. Exhale, relax. Good. Now let's come back down to the floor. Let's take a nice big inhale. Stretch the arms of her head. Exhale, Uttanasana. Okay, we're going to take our last vinyasa here. Inhale, open your chest. Exhale, step or jump to Chattaranga Dandasana. Up dog, inhale or cobra. And exhale, down dog. Look forward, walk, step or jump to sit. Coming to sit at the front of your mat. Good, extend your legs in front of you. Place your feet on the floor with your knees bent and hold the backs of your legs. So your feet are on the floor, your knees are bent facing the sky and your hands are on the backs of your legs. And now begin to lean back slightly and lift your legs up so you're coming into boat pose. Extend your arms in front of you. Boat pose. We're going to take five breaths. Gaze at your toes. Open your sternum. Shoulders are relaxed. Arms, wrists are relaxed. You can even move your wrists a little bit here and wiggle your fingers to show yourself that you're totally relaxed. You can bring that grace, that elegance into the poses, into the softness, into the way you express the postures. And from here, we're going to relax the feet on the floor and take the soles of the feet together, knees apart for supta, sorry, for bada konasana. So we're going to fold slowly over the legs. You can do this either with a rounded back or more of a lengthened spine as you prefer. Relax over your legs, opening your hips. Let your jaw and tongue relax. Let yourself soften. Slowly begin to come up. Take your time. You 
and we're going to do Upavishta Konasana. So let's extend the legs open wide like a big V. Take your legs in front, open them wide. You can use your fingertips to behind you to help you to open and lengthen your spine and open your chest. You can stay like that or bring your hands in front of you and start to walk forward. Some of you might be able to come onto your elbows. You might be on your hands. Okay, everyone is different. So we're going to do this our own way, honoring your body, honoring your breath. Just starting to wind down. And really connecting to the body now. To the sensations of the body. Letting your body tell you what it needs, what it wants. How to nourish. How to treat your body well. How to honor and respect your body. And how to trust that innate wisdom, that innate healing power and healing capacity you have inside of you. Walk your fingers down just under your shoulders and start to press up to sit. Good. From here, let's come back onto the floor on your back. And we're going to take bridge pose. So bring your feet under your knees and your arms by your sides. We're going to do a little bit of a different version of this pose. We're going to do rhythmic, dynamic bridges. So, with your arms by your sides and your palms facing down, inhale and take your arms overhead as you lift your spine away from the floor. Bring the backs of your hands on the floor. Pull your shoulders gently away from your ears. Lift your hips as high as you can. And as you exhale, see if you can synchronize the movement with your breath. So you're going to come back down to the floor and when you finish your breath, your sacrum will touch the floor. Do that a few times. So when you breathe in, lift the back, your back, lift your arms, bring your ba the backs of your hands on the floor. And when you exhale, lower slowly back down. You might be going at a different pace than me, and that's okay. In fact, the slower you go, the better. Always, 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 always. The slower you go, the better. Not in all areas of your life necessarily, but when it comes to yoga, certainly slower is better because you're going to move more consciously. You're going to have a stronger effect on the nervous system to balance you, to calm you down, to slow down your mind, to bring you into the present moment. 
and you're also going to use more muscles as you rely less on momentum and more on your own strength. So just do one more round now. Inhaling up slowly and slowly exhaling and coming down. And once you arrive on the floor, you can bring the soles of your feet together, knees apart for Supta Baddha Konasana. So that's butterfly pose. Do whatever you like with your arms and your hands. Just rest. Give yourself a moment to rest. We're going to do a shoulder stand next. Don't do this pose if you have any neck sensitivities right now or neck pain or blockages in your neck. Or if you're on the men your menstrual cycle, one of the first few days, you might feel like it's better to avoid this pose right now. So just honor and trust your body. Do what you think is right. But with the neck, definitely avoid doing this pose if you have some neck pain. Okay, so I trust you know this pose. Your neck is very straight. You're looking at the sky. Bring your legs up to the sky and slightly behind you with your hands on your low back. Extend the legs up to the sky. You can either be at a little bit of an angle with your torso or you can be more straight and erect. Just make sure your, your chin is lifting slightly away from your chest so that you have space between your neck and the floor. And this pose is so powerful, incredibly powerful. Notice how powerful this pose is. I'm just going to let you be here for one minute in silence, breathing. Five more breaths. When you're ready, come to Halasana or Plow Pose. Bring your feet behind your head. Toes can touch the floor. If your feet or toes don't touch the floor, keep your hands on your back. Otherwise, your arms can be straight. I even like to turn my palms up to face the sky. Notice the sensations in this pose. Where do you feel sensation? Breathe into it. When you're ready, 
you're going to slowly come back down on your back. So just take your time. Once you're on your back and when you feel ready to do so, you can come into fish pose. With your arms under your back, lift your chest, come onto the crown of your head. This is a very healing pose as well. It's opening your thyroid gland region, the parathyroid gland in your throat, the thymus gland in your chest, which helps to regulate your immune system. This pose is also just as powerful. You can really feel the effects, a very strong sense of shifting and moving energy, circulation. Take your time. When you're ready, you can come onto the back of your head and rest briefly. You may feel that you would like to bring your knees to your chest. Give yourself a hug or even a happy baby pose. And then when you're ready, we're going to close with a twist. So bring your left knee into your chest. Hold the knee with your right hand. Extend your left arm away from you. Twist your left knee to the right. Keep your shoulders on the floor. You can look wherever you want, either directly up or maybe you're turning your head to the left. Connect with your belly breath now. Let your belly breathe, massaging all of your internal organs. twisting the other way when you're ready so come back to center I always like to give myself a hug in between you can just do what feels good for you so again it's really about listening and honoring your body your individual unique body in this moment now moment to moment the body is feeling different different emotions and sensations moving through different areas of tension or ease shifting so honoring those shifts so you're either twisting to the other side now or you've already been in the twist for a while Make sure your shoulder blades are on the floor. Okay, good. Coming back up with your knees. Give yourself a hug. Wrap your arms around your legs. Lift your head off the floor and take a big breath in as you roll into a little ball. Hold your breath. 
tense your body, tighten, tighten, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze your body, clench your jaw, your shoulders, your fists, your buttocks, your legs. Exhale, relax your whole body on the floor. Good, coming into Shavasana. Beautiful, effortless relaxation. Conscious relaxation. And as you let your body relax deeply and completely, as you feel the weight of your head, your arms and shoulders, your hips, your hips, your legs and your feet, your whole body can let go. And here's a little poem by a woman called Jennifer Williamson. Freedom tends to be about what we release. Clutter confines and space liberates. Freedom tends to be about what we release. Clutter confines, space liberates. Can you soften into spaciousness? Your healing power emanates from spaciousness, from what you're able to release. What can you release here and now? What can you release over and over again until it becomes effortless and spontaneous? Until it just becomes your default? Deciding what you can release now. And if it comes to you later, that's just as good. It's, can, it can come to you in any moment. The clarity of what you can release. So you can make space. And you can bring your own innate healing powers forward. 
and just spend as long as you need on your back resting. When you're ready to get up, you just take your time. Check out the Radiant Wellness Club website. It's live. It's ready for you to peruse and explore. And there's so much beautiful content on there. I'm so very proud of it. Please subscribe to the website. You'll receive two free gifts, a guide on helping you to learn to listen to yourself and to trust yourself, and also a free meditation to help you to align with a deeper source energy, a universal energy to connect to that source that's in you, around you. And when you're connected to that source energy, that's when you can find true freedom. That's when you can find a real sense of ease. When you remember to align If you like this, share it with a friend, man or woman. If you know any women who could benefit from the content on the website or this podcast, please share it. And if you can go to iTunes, like this podcast, give it a five-star rating and subscribe. That would be very helpful for me as I'm just getting this going. And the more listeners I have tuning in, the more likely I'll be able to keep this going, and I really would like to be able to do that. We all need a little support. I would love to support you, and if you can support me in supporting you, then we're all supporting each other. Bye for now. Next week's episode is an interview that I did with Marissa Cranfill, who is the founder of Yo Chi, which is a combination of Qigong and yoga.